0: The Chargers have everything they need to beat the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau this weekend, and we think that Austin Eckler could be in for a big game.
1: You are locked on Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David And We've been covering the Chargers together for eight seasons now, but this is our sixth year as the host of the Locked On Chargers Podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys, as always, for making this your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe or follow for free on the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. David, what do we got today?
1: Well, we got to get into our keys for success for this very big game against the Green Bay Packers. And on offense, we got to tell you why Austin Eckler has to be a fixture, has to be a focal point in this offense. And on defense, the Chargers secondary needs to be ready to take advantage of Jordan Love when he puts the ball in harm's way.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, for Austin Eckler, he's one of basically two guys that we know are going to play this week offensively outside of Justin Herbert that we know can produce at a high level, right? Like it's keenan allen it's austin eckler and it's everybody else for the chargers offense right now but this episode is brought to you by price picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to pricepicks.com slash nfl and use the code all lowercase locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 david whenever we're looking at these games we're always trying to find you know who has a mismatch who could be in for a big game when you're we talking about the offense right there's only so many places you can go with it but in this one for multiple reasons, I'm looking for Austin Eckwer to have a big game, receiving and rushing, right? Like, that's the yeah. thing about Austin eckler You can do both with him. And I think one of the best ways that you can keep your passing attack potent, especially against a team that's probably going to, like I would, pay extra attention to Keenan Allen, right? Yeah. You have another legitimate, volatile weapon in your backfield that can go 0-60 to in two seconds, right? And I think yeah. that for this game coming up, you guys, a defense he's going up against is giving up a lot of rushing yards this season. Pretty average as far as with the receiving yards allowed to running backs, but this isn't any sort of receiving running back, right? So I'm looking for Austin Eckler to help keep this offense going and help them pick up from where they left off last week.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you. it can be argued that Austin Eckler is you know, either the best receiving back in the NFL or the second best receiving back in the NFL to, to Christian McCaffrey. It's, it's yeah. either one or two. I mean, I, I think it's definitely in that conversation. But Austin Eckler is heated up uh, as of late. I mean, uh, he's averaging 102.7 scrimmage yards in his last three games, and he scored four touchdowns. So Austin Eckler getting healthier, getting more involved in the game plan, especially in the passing attack. Also, more specifically some beautiful screens that the chargers have been able to execute with austin Eckler. whenever you get that guy in space with some big bodies in front of him to allow him to kind of cut and maneuver where he sees fit where he needs to he always gets extra yards in those situations it feels like he is a threat to take it to the house every single time and we've seen him do it right but like the crazy thing
0: about him on screen passes is like sometimes the offensive line aren't even blocking anyone but like Just having them as like barriers to, you know, weave in and out of or to set guys up defensively, like the way he sets up defenders to just disappear behind an offensive lineman and he's going the totally different direction is probably best in the league. And I mean Christian McCaffrey definitely up there as far as receiving backs. Nobody's sniffing Austin Eckler. Even with seventeen games in a row with a touchdown for Christian McCaffrey, he's still not sniffing Austin Eckler and what he's been able to do since the start of the twenty twenty one season. Nobody scores touchdowns like Austin Eckler. But this doesn't mean, you know, don't get Josh Kelly involved either, right? Yeah. Packers twenty seventh in rushing yards allowed, They're twentieth in yards per carry allowed. What I really loved last week was Justin Herbert running the speed option with Austin Eckler. I love it. Little wrinkle. I would love to see more than that, of more of that, David, because yeah. I think you know when you have that dual threat, you have to account for Justin Herbert. You can't just go play Austin Eckler. That was one of the best runs we saw last weekend. And when you're trying to kind of figure out what you want to do offensively, I think that's a great place to look. Get you know Justin Herbert involved get Austin Eckler out on the perimeter, and let those guys go to work. And I think that's why one of my other keys here is just getting Justin Herbert on the move. Packers yeah. have a pretty nice pass defense. They haven't played a ton of great quarterbacks so far this year, but no team is thrown for more than 300 yards against them. Only two teams have hit 200 passing yards against them this season, and only Kirk Cousins has two or more touchdowns against them. So one of the things I think the Chargers can do to combat that is Not only, you know, getting Justin Herbert on the move so we can create out of structure and buy his receivers more time to get open downfield, but also use his legs. And this is a a team that will allow it. I mean, the Packers are allowing 20 rushing yards to quarterbacks so far this year on average. Doesn't seem like a lot, but Justin Herbert's only hit 20 yards twice this season. So if that's what this team is allowing on average, like you could see Justin Herbert have, you know, the most rushing yards you've had all season, and I would love to see it.
1: Well, Anna just shows you and shows everyone else that Justin Herbert is indeed feeling healthier if the Chargers are putting him in positions to potentially run with the football or make a decision where he has to, you know, either pitch it or keep it. That means that they're feeling like he's ready to tote it and you know that he can protect himself. And he showed. I mean, he showed against the Lions. He, he is able to escape, and he is able to run with the football and extend drives. That is another reason what that makes Justin Herbert so dangerous. But you have to respect his ability to throw on the run as well. I mean, you yeah. saw him be able to create and be able to uh, hit Quentin Johnston on kind of a you know, a backyard football type of play, but that's, you know, that's what Justin Herbert is capable of. So if you move the pocket kind of, you know, by the structure and allow some extra time, especially against a a defensive line, that's, that's, you know, pretty potent. I mean, these guys, you know, there's three, three or four guys on here that have five plus sacks. uh, That's going to be coming after him. So move the pocket, change the rushing lanes and, you know, give Justin Herbert some opportunities to throw in the run. He can do it with great accuracy.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think as far as that goes, right? You're protecting the offensive line a little bit with the screen game, you know, by running the ball, by moving the pocket, all of those yeah. things. But like, it's a good matchup. Be able to run the ball, man. Like, yeah. the good teams would be able to lean on their running game here when you're going up against a, pla- a, pa- a plus passing a t- a defense. You know, like you should be able to lean on your running game in a game yeah. like this. But in like. The offensive line has to pass protect, but you need to see them actually moving some guys off the line of scrimmage this week, which isn't going to be easy, but you have to find a way to do it because you have to be a well-balanced team if you want to go put away teams like this. The Packers are a scrappy team, man, but one thing they do is they do give up explosive plays, and that's why I also want to see Justin Herbert get out and on the move because this is a defense that will allow a ton of explosive plays. They've given up the eighth most explosive plays in the league. You heard Peter Bukowski on the crossover episode yesterday (laughs) talking about that's, One thing these two teams have in common, right? They give up explosive plays. Most of them have come on the ground. They've given up 30 runs of 10-plus yards, whereas the Chargers have only given up 23 and 25 passing plays of 20-plus. You can guess where the Chargers are. They're at 38 in that one, obviously. Not great, but this is a team that will allow some chunk plays, right? When you're trying to put up points consistently week to week, you have to be able to find that. You're not going to be able to slog it out 16 plays at a time, right? Right. Find your opportunities and get those explosive plays against the defense that allows a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, I absolutely want to see some manufactured shot plays. We haven't seen them kind of send Jalen Guyton streaking down the football I field, Jalen Guyton, and please. you know, to give him some opportunities yeah. to, to go do what he you know he really does best. You know, he is a uh, at his at his best a twenty plus you know yards per reception type of receiver yeah. that's the kind of impact that he makes but another thing i want to see the chargers do with justin herbert is throw the ball more on first down i yeah. mean get yourself in better advantageous situations where you can mix it up on second down you can run the football if you want to because you're in the second and third situation or you can play action in that situation mix that up but i was that's looking true. for something to kind of quantify that and arjun manan you know provided a really good stat this is from the lions game the char- the chargers early down rushing success rate on 9 runs in the first half was 22% which is the 12th percentile outcome chargers early down dropback success rate on 17 dropbacks in the first half was 59% which is 85th percentile outcome so yeah. it just shows you they are a lot more effective when they are throwing the football on first and second down than running the football and banging their heads up against the wall
0: exactly and and, you know you build in the play action there too and where Justin Herbert has always been really good that's how you can set up those explosive plays get them off balance don't do what you I mean the thing that drove me crazy last week is the first three drives started with a run between the tackles you don't have to do that just because you you want to run the football get that first first down man the Chargers are so much better when they just can stay away from the three and out when they get that first first down they're getting points almost every time right and like that's what you need to do and if you want to talk about teams Using first down successfully and finding explosive plays, there. Just look at what the Lions did to the Chargers last week. They absolutely torched the Chargers on first down. Badly do that to someone else. That's what we want to see.
1: And exactly,
0: if they can do that and and they can actually be better defensively on first down, they're going to give themselves some opportunities against Jordan Love, who will put the ball in harm's way. And the Chargers have to make him pay for it. So we're going to talk about that coming up right after this. First, I need to tell you guys about one of the best things you need for your football Sunday, and of course, I'm talking about DoorDash. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? Order DoorDash and Save on Football Watch Party Favorites. One of the best things about DoorDash always though is finding the hidden gems in your community and getting them delivered right to you. I love scrolling through DoorDash and finding different things and just different types of food that I don't normally eat and having it brought to me. But this week, the local restaurant we are locked on is Little Pan. Little Pan specializes in pan-fried buns that you have to try, and they're known for having some of the freshest ingredients in town. Make sure you try the House Special Pork Buns and Rainbow Dumplings. If you guys haven't tried a pork bun before... It's like taking a bite into just a pillow of heaven, right? Like that's what it is. It's so hot inside. It's so good, so soft. You have to try it. And you can save some money. You can get fifty percent off up to a ten dollar value when you spend fifteen dollars or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, enter the code LOCKED twenty three. That's fifty percent off up to a ten dollar value when you spend fifteen dollars or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code LOCKED twenty three. Subject to change. Terms apply. David, let's get into our defensive keys for success here. And I think, you know, you talked a little bit about it yesterday with Peter Bukowski where it's like, okay, if you're looking at this Packers game, there's a lot of little things the Chargers will have to do right. But, like, there's one big thing they have to get right, which is putting Jordan Love in bad situations and making him have to really fight to go beat you. Like, Jordan Love has been decent so far this year. I mean, he's been about average so far. Chargers have made worse quarterbacks look good than Jordan Love, right? I mean, he's yeah. not as bad as some of the backups they played. Not as right. good as the good quarterbacks that they played, right? The no. Tua's and the Kirk's and the Patrick Mahomes and the Dak Prescott's. That being said, though, he does make take some risky chances, David, right? And I think that one big thing and one way the Chargers can make this, I think, a more comfortable game for themselves is taking advantage of those situations and making Jordan Love pay.
1: 100%. Jordan Love is a quarterback that, you know, it, it is a it's been a knock on him since he played in college. It's just he's a gunslinger. He's very much in the same uh, mold of a Brett Favre. He is a guy that has great arm talent but trusts that arm talent a little bit too much. And that's why he has, you know, the second most interceptions in the NFL but behind, you know, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. So yeah. there's going to be some opportunities for the Chargers to get their hands on some footballs and he does, you know, throw the football deep quite a bit He, he has, you know, 46 attempts of 20 plus yards where he has only thrown two touchdowns and four interceptions yeah. And especially the Chargers need to key in on opportunities against Christian Watson, especially in the contested catch realm He's only two of 12 in the contested catch situations with five interceptions yeah. so they there's a real opportunity to kind of body him get in front of him and take away those deep shots because they want to use that speed to be able to stretch the field but they haven't had very much success doing it
0: yeah and i mean i have that as one of my keys be aggressive and get up on these young receivers i mean the packers have one of the youngest receiving cores in the nfl pretty much every single receiver that they're going to put out there on sunday is a rookie or a second-year player. And yeah. they've drafted a ton of them. Same with the tight ends. Two rookie tight ends you have to look out for in this one. Yep. And I think, besides getting aggressive, like, hey, let Michael Davis go impress these guys at the line. Yes. Slow down the quick passing attack. Don't let him, you know, make him take that extra beat. Make him hold on to the ball a little bit longer. Give your pass rushers a little bit of extra time mm-hmm. against a couple of good tackles who really handled a great Steelers pass rush last week to show you yep. kind of what they can do. But I think it starts with getting aggressive on first downs. I mean, if you look at where the Chargers have been bad, they've been giving up the explosive plays on first down. I mean, look yeah. listen to the, the first down plays they allowed last week. 46-yard catch and run on the first drive by the Lions last week by Amon Montser- Ross St. Brown. They gave a 36-yard Jameer Gibbs carry, a 75-yard touchdown run by David Montgomery, a 20-yard touchdown to Amon Ross A. Brown later in the game, and a 41-yard pass on the last series of the game that really sealed it. When you have to hold them for anything but a field goal, you have a 41 yards on the first down, right? That's where That's teams revolting. are getting the Chargers, right? the Chargers are playing run defense fronts on those plays, and teams are getting them in bad passing you know, formations, basically, and just absolutely exposing their linebackers. Don't let them sit back there on play action, right? If you want that, you know, backside defender, you want him to help in the run, sure. But they're going to run play action. You got to have that guy a beeline to Jordan Love, right? You want somebody in his face right as he turns around on those play actions. You don't want to be stuck at the line of scrimmage trying to play the run when they're setting up a deep shot down the field. And Matt LaFleur can do that. Like, he'll scheme some guys open. I mean, the double fake screen he had for a touchdown to the tight end Luke Musgrave was beautiful i mean he can set some things up some easy things you're trying to take those easy things away on first down turn the heat up put derwin james up there let him blitz you know and you have to obviously be wary right you don't want to get caught in screens and you have to have a high football iq when you do it but i'm tired of letting the seeing the chargers sit back on first down and just get absolutely torched and let these teams start their drives off with 20 plus yard plays down the field i think it starts there on first down
1: yeah, I mean, what I'm hearing is, is we got to play a lot more coverage on those early downs. We got to play a lot more man. The Chargers need to, like you said, get in those receivers' faces, disrupt their timing. Don't let them get off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. No free releases. Make it diff. Make it difficult. Make it hard for them to get open. You know, disrupt their timing. And if you do that, then you give the opportunity for the pass rush to come alive, which is one of my keys you absolutely have to get the pass rush back. They have to get back on track. Against the Lions, Joey Bosa had one pressure. Cleo Mack had three pressures. Tuley had one pressure on nine pass rushing snaps. That cannot happen in this football game. The yeah. Chargers secondary needs the pass rush to get home and get after Jordan Love. And... Also, Jordan Love is a quarterback that has fumbled five times already this season. So he is a guy that you can get the ball out of. He will run a little bit in the open open field, so he has some athleticism. But the Chargers need to get after him, and they need to really speed him up and be able to give some help to their secondary so yeah. that when Jordan Love does make those throws, that they can be there to pick him off.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is he's not going to have to make those throws or even attempt those throws if the Chargers don't have a better run defense and showed up last week. right. That's right. Like the return of the run defense has to be a key for this one because Agreed. The Chargers heading into the last game had given up the most was 141 rushing yards in a single game. They allowed 177 in the first half. Ugh. Right. That was it. Was flashbacks to 2022 yeah. for sure. Like it was honestly like deja vu in the worst possible way ugly multiple runs of 35 plus yards last week right i guess if you're looking for a silver lining they only allowed 23 rushing yards in the second half if you're looking you know for something to feel good about there but i think it starts with better containment from the edge defenders and that's the other reason i want these corners up close getting close to the line of scrimmage because that helps in the running game too Right. Yeah. Less ground to cover. If you're 12 yards off the ball and they run a running play, that's right. a lot of time it's for that space to receiver cover. to come yeah. up and get in front of you and create wider rushing lanes instead of right. you just being there, shutting things down, turning the ball back inside, which is what these corners need to do in those situations. Set the edge is yeah. going to be hugely important. You need it from your edge defenders. You can't let your defensive tackles get blown off the line of scrimmage like we saw last week. I'd like to even see, like, if you're going to just concede that anyways, get more Morgan Fox on early downs. Get more Tito Abonian on early downs, right? Like, if the team are running the football well against you anyways, and they're also having all day to pass, give those guys more opportunities. Yeah, you got to take
1: one of them away. You can't allow them to get explosive plays on on the ground and through the air. You have to take one of those avenues away. For me, I would personally want to take the run away And let Jordan Love be the guy that puts the ball in harm's way, which he will do that. So, you know, do not allow the running, you know, the rushing attack to get after you. These are kind of two bigger backs. They're kind of less explosive. They don't have as much of a home run threat to them. But, you know, if they get going, they can definitely turn out some tough yards. So you don't want to allow them to keep drives alive by running the football, which is going to make Jordan Love that much more successful when he does do play action.
0: Well, and let's just be honest, man. You let a team run the ball on you on 4th and 5 last week. I don't Ugh. care if Brandon Staley says it's a designed run or not or like a designer rushing play. I don't care, man. Like,
1: yeah, I do you know not how care. How
0: disrespectful that is, right? Do you know how— livid. Yeah, like they ran against you on 4th and 5. They ran against you on 3rd and 6. Like that is a total That's just lack disrespectful. Of no, it's like sure. I
1: know I'm going to run the football on you and there's nothing you can do to stop me, whether it's 4th down or not. You man, can I'm, never allow a team to do that.
0: don't get pushed around man man up like you have to be able to hold your ground in this bring the physicality packers always have a good offensive line man like if they let him push you around you're not going to get those opportunities like jordan love's not going to need to take those chances against you He might take a couple right but like you want ideally him put in third and long situations stop the run help your pass rush out a little bit because yes. if you keep getting stuck in these second and you know third and threes and fourth and ones and third You're gonna and get ones, wore and teams, out. teams are just going to run it down your throat yeah. why not you know and you might right. stop them once in a blue moon like we saw in the last game but more often than not they were getting pushed around and that can't happen again in this game not against this team because that's what's going to keep them in this game and keep them having a hope that they can go win this game and that's exactly what you want to extinguish early so Do we think the Chargers are going to win? We have to put our money where our mouths are, David, and get into our bold and our game predictions. Two weeks in a row with a bold prediction coming true, plus some, right? Both of us hitting some big, bold predictions over the last couple of weeks. So we'll get into this week's and our final game predictions coming up right after this. First though, I need to tell you guys about Prize Picks, which is daily fantasy made easy. With Prize Picks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entries. The more entries that you hit on, the more you win. And if you hit up to six on the same entry, you can win 25 times your money. That's what I love about Prize Picks, though. It's not just picking a fantasy lineup. Everyone loves fantasy football. I'm in multiple fantasy football leagues, but what this does is it lets you find the matchups every week that you want. You don't have to just play against Jamar Chase since you didn't get him in the draft. You can use him right for a game this week. Or if you want to go Chargers this weekend, you could put this entry in. You can go Justin Herbert more than or less than 264 and a half passing yards and pair that with Keenan Allen more than or less than 84 and a half receiving yards. You hit on those, you win. It's that simple. If you're feeling crazy, you could add an Austin Eckler rushing for more or less than 57 and a half rushing yards. That's it. That's all you have to do with price picks. Go to PriceFix.com slash lockdown NFL and you can even get some. Free money to play with with the all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's pricebix.com slash locked on NFL. Promo code locked on NFL for that first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. You put in a hundred, they will match that hundred. Price speaks. daily fantasy sports made easy. David, it's time to put our money where our mouths are. This is your team every day, and it's time, it's that time of the week, right? Where we have to say if we think the Chargers are going to win this week. I feel better about it, obviously, than I did against the lines but i think the packers are scrappy man like i think the last thing you want to do is be looking at the ravens game next week and not take this game seriously but that's just on today's show we'll be back with you guys probably a little bit later since david's going to be at lambeau field for this one for the post game show but hey a live post game show from some hotel in green bay i am fully fully here for but locked on has also has something i need to tell you guys about because locked on has the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube imagine that 24 hours a day you can go on there and get fresh content from the locked on national podcast getting into every sport all day every day so make sure you guys check that out because that is something really really cool going on locked on sports day on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel david Let's get into our bold predictions here. I think there's a, a few different ways we could go offensively for this one. Who are you looking for, or what are you looking to see from the Chargers this week?
1: Yeah, so my offensive bold prediction is going to be around the rookie first-round pick, Quinton Johnston. I love Quentin, it. Quinton Johnston, I feel like, has been very, very close yeah. to breaking some really, really, really big runs uh, after catch and you know, really taking off for touchdowns. I think that close is going to turn into – some production this week I'm going six catches 110 yards and a 40 yard breakaway touchdown for Quentin Johnston
0: I love that that was actually my backup bold prediction with something very similar to that last week I went Keenan Allen and somehow he like almost doubled my bold prediction so I guess <laughs> I have to go a little bit bolder right I mean ante. I thought the Chargers not allowing a defensive touchdown was bold but I'm, Keenan Allen made me feel bad about being bold last week so you're going Quentin Johnston I put Austin Eckler on the thumbnail today, right? I'm going Austin Eckler, but this is what I have him doing. I have over 75 rushing yards and over 75 receiving yards. I love 150 it. scrimmage yard performance from Austin Eckler. But we're talking about Austin Eckler here. Three touchdowns from the touchdown monster, Austin Eckler. He finds a way to get into the end zone three times. That's where I'm going this week for the offensive ball prediction. 150 scrimmage yards, three touchdowns for Austin Eckler. Let's go defensive now, David. What do you have for the Chargers defensive ball prediction this week?
1: Yeah, so after a, a pretty quiet performance uh, against a very, very good Detroit Lions offensive line, I think both of the Chargers edge rushers, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, are going to be very angry uh, after that performance and very, it's a tough very for them. upset. Um, and I think that they're going to see this matchup as another opportunity to be able to show that they are legit and that they are a, a pair of pass rushers to be feared so that's why I have them getting back on track with four sacks and a forced fumble of Jordan Love in this game
0: man I'd love to see that and obviously we don't go over our bold predictions beforehand right I don't know if that's bold enough David I mean this Chargers team has had four plus sacks I think four games this season already right so I mean I think in this game what makes that bold though is the tackles they're going up against yes. right they had a, a they, they have a tougher matchup and this is where you need those guys, thirty-plus million-dollar players, yeah. to go out there and beat good tackles, right? That's like right. I think the frustrating thing about this Chargers team is like you can't be getting shut down just because you're playing a good offensive line. Like any right. pass rush can be good against a bad offensive line. Anyone right. can be good against the Bears, right? Like right. that's easy. Go do it against a good offensive line. Can that's do what we're really paying you for, exactly, Wait, right? To win the the premier matchups, right? That's right. For neither Cleo Mac or Joey Bosa to have a pressure against Panay Sewell, a second- or third-year player last week, I mean, Panay Sewell was great. Still, those guys should be better, right? They I've should. seen those guys win one-on-one and Rashawn Slater and training camp, things like that, right? Like, that's yeah. what you're playing, paying them to do, go win those good matchups. I had something similar. I accidentally went a little bit more bold than you, though, this week. Your make Jordan Love pay, I took to heart. I have Jordan Love getting picked. Three times in this Let's game. Let's go. The Chargers stacking him five times in this okay. game. And also getting a forced fumble off of him. He is a guy that I think the Chargers can get to, you know, if they, they play their cards right. Like, I still no think doubt. they, the Packers still, even with that, could still put up some points because we're talking about a Chargers defense that, you know, you just never know what you're going to get there. Yeah. But I have them really making him pay. The Steelers sacked him only once last week. Five times I have him in this game. He's only been picked off three times in a game once this season with those 10 picks, right? I have him doing both of those in the same game this week so David let's get into our game predictions I think I know where you're going with this one you picked the I picked them to win against the Lions but more importantly you're going to this game I am you need to them to game. pull this off you don't want you know Houston Texans game because that's usually the away game you go to right we need <sighs> something better to happen in this one do you think the Chargers pull off a win while you're visiting the historic Lambeau Field on Sunday
1: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, I am very confident that the Chargers are going to get a win in this one. The Chargers are struggling giving up the explosive, so I think it's going to be a little bit closer than I want it to be. Yeah. But uh, in the end, I trust the Chargers to be able to protect the football a lot better. They're top three turnover differential in the NFL, and the Green Bay Packers are bottom three turnover d- differential in the NFL. Yeah. So I have the Chargers' offense being too much for the for the Green Bay Packers to be able to keep up with and that's why i have the chargers winning this game 31 to 21
0: i like that score um i mean i still i think whatever reason man i i have a hard time being the chargers are going to dominate this team uh, i think the packers are scrappy like I think people see the three and six Packers and sometimes fail to realize that the Chargers are literally one game better than that. Right. That's the Chargers true. are one more loss away from being three and six themselves. So I don't think the disparity between these two teams up till this point is as much as Chargers fans would like. That being right. said, the Chargers should absolutely be able to win this game. Yeah. If I trusted the the offense fully, if I trusted the rushing attack fully, I would pick them to win this game by double digits. That being said, I don't think I can. Like, I, the Chargers just it's haven't fair. instilled that trust in me yet. I don't think that, you know, you're not getting another backup quarterback this week. This is not right. an offense that is totally inept, like you saw with the Bears, like you saw against the Jets, even with, you know, Aiden O'Connell with the Raiders. Like, I don't think that's this l- offense is that level of dysfunction. No, yeah, right? they're not. So I have the Chargers winning, right? For people, I say I never pick the Chargers to win. I have the Chargers in a game that scares me a little bit. This is a trap game for me, as much as a must-win game can be, right? You have the Ravens next week who are blowing the brakes off people. You have to win this one. That one doesn't matter nearly as much, right? So I have the Chargers winning 27-21 in this one. And I think, David, it's just because there's just not a lot of parts of this team right now I can fully trust.
1: I, I totally understand it, Daniel, and and I kind of went back and forth. I had a 31-24 score as well, so I can see that being a reality for sure just because, yeah. like I said, this team has really struggled giving up explosives. It's been very, very, very inconsistent, and that's scary against a quarterback that does have great arm talent, so we'll see what happens. I am stoked to go to Lambeau Field. Uh, it is a truly historic place. That is a bucket list item. I can't wait to meet all of those Charger fans that are going to be out there. It's going to be a blast. Let's go cheer our butts off and bring back a Chargers victory.
0: That'd be great, man. I mean, there's nothing like getting a win in a, a hostile territory either, right? Like being the the happy fan and a sea full of sad fans is a pretty unique feeling. But <laughs> don't let us stay on Chargers. Go get it done. This is a very business-like business trip go get the job done type of type of a game for me right and i think the yeah. Chargers absolutely should go do it so we can go be back it. here your team every day on sunday night after the pre or after the game with a post game show hopefully celebrating with you guys a victory live after the game and giving the chargers you know a chance keeping them alive for one more week but until then guys Make sure to go follow or subscribe for free on the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. We love all of our podcasts and our YouTube viewers. You can also find the show every day on all of our social media. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On LAC. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogemeyer at Drotalk SD. You can also find us on Instagram at Locked On Chargers and our Locked On Chargers Facebook page. So make sure you guys are back here with us Sunday at some point. We will be getting a show out to you guys. We'll see how David's internet connection is at the hotel, but hopefully we're here celebrating with you guys a big win cheese for everybody. But until then, guys, take it easy and go Bolts.